Storywise would end. Season 4, Episode 3. Welcome to Storywise Would End. True stories told live in Wood End in the Macedon Ranges, 70 kilometres north of Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Hi, welcome to episode three, season four, the theme being fire. Today's story is a brilliant one told wonderfully by Christine Hardiman and um, she puts a different spin to the word fire and tells what is probably a horrific story in a way which had me in stitches. Enjoy. Well, there are many fire stories, but I thought the story I'd tell includes the word fire and it, it, it connotates danger and drama and, um, and, and mortal uh, mortality and all sorts of other things. So the word fire comes into my story, but it's not actually a fire. So uh, I was brought up on a farm and my dad uh, had a huge collection of guns. I never knew why when I was a kid, why he needed so many. But it's a bit like people collecting Tupperware, Tupperware guns <laughs> or something. You, know, you don't need more Tupperware in your kitchen, but you get inspired to get more. So he had a huge collection of guns and he had a huge collection of knives. And um, whenever he went into the paddocks uh, to check the sheep or to feed the sheep or whatever else, he'd take three things with him. He'd take a pair of binoculars, he'd take a knife, and he'd take a gun. And the binoculars would check to see if there were any foxes hiding behind trees or uh, you know, behind rocks that he could fire at with the gun so he could catch the foxes before they ate the lambs of the sheep. Um, the uh, knife was to um, cut the hay bales, because in those days the hay bales were bound up with uh, twine, it was sort of um, natural twine. These days you have plastic twine. And he took the gun so that he could shoot rabbits or foxes. Um, so off we went one day, and we had with us Kate, who was um, about, I was about 10, Kate was about 15, and she was my mother's goddaughter, and she lived in Gisborne, so she was a town girl. And so it was very nice coming to the country, no, just a few miles out of Gisborne, into a farm and, and to help with the farm. And so we had Kate and myself and my younger sister, Prue, who was about seven. And Dad took up, you know, as usual, the old Land Rover into the, the um, paddock, and we went to the hay shed where he, we laid, um, loaded the back of the Land Rover with hay because it was one of those very long, long Land Rovers. It wasn't a short one; it was a long one, so you could pack lots of stuff in the back, back of it. And the idea was that we'd all, the three girls and Dad, we'd all be crammed in the, the front. But my sister Prue said, "I want to go in the back. I want to go in the back. I want to go in the back." And she wouldn't give up. And she had a really peculiar look on her face when she said this. And I thought, why is she doing this? It's, it's full of hay and it's really prickly. And there's a sort of, you know, the hay was all stacked up and there's a bit of an avenue to, to where the back window was, the window that um, connected the back to the, the front cabin, uh, which slid back and forth. And I couldn't work out why she, you know, she wouldn't, have, she wouldn't be able to sit down. And, and the gun, Dad kept the binoculars and the knife in the front of the the Land Rover, and the gun was lying on the floor at the back always. And she insisted on being in the back. I want to be in the back. So, okay, Dad said, OK, you can be in the back. And then, then we'll go up the hill, 
and we'll go across the hill and then we'll come down and then we'll start feeding the sheep the, the hay because it was winter time, it was really boggy. He didn't want to um, feed the sheep on sort of flat ground where it was all boggy and the hay get you know, squashed into the mud. And if he started the hay from the top of the hill, they'd come up to the top of the hill and the, the hay wouldn't get wet. And so we went up and up the hill on a sort of angle and it got higher and higher and it was a four-wheel drive but I think Dad was actually thinking now, he was playing to the audience, Kate and I in the front. Oh, do we have to go any higher? Oh, yes, it'll be perfectly all right. And we get higher and higher on an angle and the sort of whole thing was sort of tipping like that. And, and, and my sister started going, yeah, in the back. And we sort of, oh, this mad sort of laugh. And we said, oh, she's scared too. You know, and Dad probably thought that too. And, and Dad said to Kate and I, now keep an eye out for rabbit holes or, or rocks because otherwise, you know, it could tip. And we might tip. And we thought, oh, And so we were looking out for rocks and rabbit holes, and he was too, going up and up. And the idea was that we'd go up and then we'd go down an angle and then start feeding out the hay. And it's mad laughter from my sister in the back. And suddenly, um, the, the window slid open, and this laughter continued. And I said, What's happening? And suddenly, Dad felt this thud on the side of his head, the cold barrel of a gun. And, and she said, Daddy, Daddy, hands up, or I'll fire! And Kate and I said, Pam, stop, stop, And Dad said, Be quiet, bother you, be quiet, I'll handle this! And, and so Prue was laughing so she couldn't hear him say that. And so she had the gun against his head and, and, and said, Daddy, Daddy, my finger's on the trigger, hands up, or I'll fire! And, and we were going up and up. <laughs> Angle. And, and Dad thought, if we hit a rock or rabbit hole and her finger is on the trigger, and I didn't put on, I don't know whether, I, I don't know whether I put on the safety catch or not, I can't remember. And so, so he thought, but I, this is a ridiculous way to die. I, I've survived World War II as a Spitfire pilot. I started with 45 of the, or 44 of the people learning to be a pilot in England. And only two of us survived the war. And here I am, my, possibly killed by my younger daughter. This is ridiculous. And I didn't put, I'm sure I put the safety catch on, but I can't remember. And so he said, no, no, Prudy, don't, don't. I can't put my hands up, ha, 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 because I'm driving. And if I take my hands off the wheel, we might go over and over. And you know, the, the, the brand over might, might skid and, and turn over and we'll all be killed. I can't possibly take my hands off the the wheel. Daddy, daddy, hands up, otherwise I'll fire. Kate <laughs> so, and I was like, oh no. And then I thought, that's why she was so insistent. She's planned this all the time. God, what an awful system. And so then she said, now Prudy, no, no, what we'll do is I'll gradually turn around and, 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 and you can, when we get further down, flat out, uh, you can put the gun down and you can then help me feed the sheep. And you can encounter all the lambs that were born over the night. And, and, and Christine won't do that. No, you, Kate and Chris, Christine won't. You can do that. But you have to put the gun down, first of all, before you do that. And so we gradually turned around. And I thinking, I hope I don't hit a rabbit hole, because if I do, her finger will go like that, and I'm, my life is ended. And so we gradually turned around. We gradually went down and, and evened up. And then he said to Kate, tell her a joke, tell her a joke. He said, no, Prudy, I'll, be, I'll, I'll stop the car. And I'll stop the, the Land Rover and you put the gun down and then, and then I'll just go and see if there are any foxes and then um, and, uh, and if I can see any with the binoculars and then we can feed the sheep. And so he told, tell her a 
joke, tell a joke. And his idea was that Kate would tell the joke and Prue would listen, and then he'd quickly dash around the landover and look through the tear in the canvas to see if she still had the gun. Because if you, you know, pick the back of the, the, the canvas at the back, she might say, Dad, Daddy, ha ha, bang. And so, so he sort of peered through, and she had put down the gun. And so it was a relief, and he had had put, put the safety catch on, but um, oh. it wasn't off, so that was good. And so he helped, no, she helped feed our sheep. Right? <laughs> <laughs> God, but talk about sort of evil intent. I mean, I realised that you know, when she had the gun to his head, that that's why she'd insisted so much that she wanted to go in the back, no matter what. I thought, little and then the part of me also thought when we, you know, he was saying, like, you know, we were turning around um, and he was saying, like, you know, you can, you can help feed out the sheep and everything else. I was thinking, but she's doing the wrong thing. Why should she be doing that? That's not fair. Why should she get rewarded for that? But I kept quiet because I thought, no, I'll put us all in danger. So it was all about, yeah, so that was the, the story of the, you know, daddy, you know, turn, hands up or I'll fire. So. <laughs> Thanks for listening to StoryWise Would End. If you want to know more about StoryWise or me, Kate Lawrence, then head over to storywise.com.au. And remember, your stories matter.